It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we're broadcasting live once again from Theo Luis's garage on the largest internet radio network in the world. Uh, Live365.com, but also on the coolest internet site in the world, www.twintalkcast.com. And uh, also, you can always catch us on iTunes on podcasts. Um, search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Also, all our shows are podcasts on our webpage on TwinTalkCast.com. Angel, I refuse to say W's anymore. Okay. Because every time you say it, you, you say www. And then sometimes I say WW, so we don't need to say that. People get the idea. It implies W. Bush. Yeah, I hear you, man. Whatever, dude. Yeah, get rid of the W. It's anyway <laughs> all together <laughs> for no all W's. No, no nada for all your <laughs> twin talk needs and all your sexual. I mean, uh, your podcast needs go to twintalkcast.com. You can listen to us live every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time, as we broadcast from Theo Luis's garage. And it's on Tuesdays because Tuesdays is Twins Days, and of course we are the premiere, the first twins of radio. Yeah, I like that. Of the internet. We are first twins of internet radio, of the radio. Does that make me the president and you the first lady? Nah, chat name. <laughs> anyway, I, um, I'm happy to be back. I wasn't here last week because I was here. I came in la- late, and it's nice to be in at the beginning of the show. Uh, it was. What, what did you do? You were at some uh, uh, some big old TV show, gay Todo. What's yeah, the big deal? The Voice, the finale of The Voice on NBC. But uh, you know what? Before we continue on, I want to make sure and let people know that throughout the show, you can chat us up on Facebook. Friend us on Facebook on Twin Talk Show is Facebook and on uh, on uh, Twitter, Twin Talk Show. So Twin Talk Show on Twitter and Twin Talk, Twin Talk Show on Facebook. Also, you can call we us. Can, yeah, give us a call at uh, 626-275-TWIN. Call us live. We do it old school style even on a telephone here from Theo Luis's Garage that we're pirating. It's eight six two six two seven five two seven five twin. Did eight, I <laughs> eight six six two six two seven five twin? Okay. Eight nine twin. four six. Eight nine four six. <laughs> Let me make it clear. Six two six. I'm lagging, two seven, bro. <laughs> six two six two seven five eight nine four six. As we broadcast live, and we take your phone calls and your comments on Facebook all throughout the show. Because yeah, we're cool. Because like you you are part of our content. Yeah. And uh, and if we made money, well, but if we made money, yeah, we, we'll get we'll cross that bridge when we get to it, eh? How's that? Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll have more swag, for more you bumper guys. stickers. How's that? Yeah, more swag. <laughs> you know, I want to make the twin talk chonies and t-shirts for girls. Yeah, like oh, a thong on. for twins. You know, I, that says twins on it, and right. then a t-shirt that's really tight over the breast that says I love a, my twins. Hey, dude, I got a thong for my twins, eh? <laughs> 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 ay, 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 ay. 
Anyway, we have a <laughs> listen. We had last week. Talk about last week. We had a fantastic show. So make sure you go to TwinTalkCast.com. Go to our podcast at the very, on the page. You'll see all our previous. There's a click. This is previous podcast. You have access to all our podcasts for free, and you can subscribe to them for free and have them downloaded to your favorite uh, device. But you know what? Check it out. Last week's show was really cool. Last week we had on um, as a, a telephone call in. I called in on the first half of the show because I wasn't in there. Uh-huh. Also, we, it was Jackie and I last week. Yeah, Jackie and you and Lady uh, sexed it up last week. Because uh, uh, Jackie sexed and I. Sexed it we, up. Shit, what's, what's that? Is that, like, <laughs> is that like code word or something? I mean. Okay. I think we did an awesome we job. Fucked it up. It was feed me. Yeah, yeah. Do you have to always swear with the f word? No, that's it? the way we say it when we really mean it. Like when we got a lot of passion and uh-huh. we did it. Like it, it was a good show. It was fucking it, awesome. It was yeah, a good was show. Awesome. Fucking uh, rad. And then until you called in. <laughs> yeah, right. You were all happy that I called in, Angel. Uh, so there you have it. Uh, anyway, but awesome. We had an awesome interview with the uh, infamous. Um, uh, uh, Rodney King, you may all remember him from, uh, can't we all just kind of like get along y'all? Can we just get along? <laughs> anyway, he, um, he was, uh, he talked about, uh, uh, his book. He talked about fishing <laughs> and he talked about getting his ass kicked by the police. And, uh, you can check out that interview on our show last week on the podcast, go to twin and check that one out. Also, but today, today we have an awesome show. Let let people know what we have going on today. Today, it's a cool, uh, I don't know, I call them a punk trio, uh, The Echo and The Sound. The Echo and The Sound are going to be here. Yeah, dude, I saw them over at uh, at some place uh, not too far from here, and uh, they rock it, eh? They're like a like really raw sound, uh, kind of punkish, rockish, but they're cool. Yeah, I heard one of their tracks. I like it a lot, too. You know what's interesting, brother, that um, we do these... Um, we do these. Uh, we have these acts and stuff like musicians, and a lot of them they don't t- typically play acoustic, but they do for us in Theo Lisa's because, garage. Because yeah, because that's the way we roll here. So when 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 <laughs> I own ha- that shit. So when we have performers <laughs> here in Theo Lisa's garage perform, a lot of the time it's a premiere. They don't they don't they don't play acoustic. And the refrigerator is packed with beer. Eh? I like it when we have music musical breaks because usually that's when. There's beer in the house. Eh? <laughs> Did you bring, bring your own beer? I didn't eh? bring beer, dude. Did you bring beer? Nah, Charlie, man, you'd be all pissed off. Yeah, eh? good. The the band we don't, I, does. I don't roll that way. I do. When we're the, we're when working. The band's dude. gonna be there. I'll just sip some. We're of working. Our, <laughs> our 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 listeners want to have us it completely coherent. Uh, but you know, let's tell our listeners who else we're gonna have. Yeah. We're gonna have a call in from uh, uh, Samira Samira Saba. She is uh, the Los Angeles area organizer for the Peace and J- Dignity Journey. Have you heard of that? I haven't, but I'd like to know about it. Yeah, the, uh, the, she'll tell us more about it, but it's uh, it's these Indians that do a relay, or Native Americans, excuse me. They and do you know a what's relay. funny? They call themselves Indians. Yeah. But why, why can't white people call them? Why is it politically correct to say, uh, you know, we have to say Native Americans? But when you look at the casinos and you go to the, it's Indian. It says Indian reservation. It, it says Indian this. Because Indian the white that. people say Injun. No, 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 no. You know what it is? They do. They say Injun. It's it's because we live in this age of political correctness where everyone's afraid. Not They're Charlie. afraid. They, well, They're Indians, all right. And 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 that's not derogatory. No, it's uh, they're native. Native, everyone knows that they're Native American, but they also they call themselves Indians. Like, like, you know, um, I can't it, think of an example, but they're Indians, so there's nothing wrong with it. 
there's nothing wrong with saying Indians and there's nothing wrong with saying Native American. Anyways, the peace and dignity journey is a relay by a lot of the Native Americans uh, here in the Americas, uh, starting, I believe, in Canada. And they relay all the way down to like South America. And it's pretty cool. So That's tell cool. us more about what it, why they do it and, and awesome. all that kind of stuff. Awesome. So we're going to be talking to an Indian, a real life Indian. It's like, it's like Thanksgiving. We're going to have an Indian at our table. Okay. <laughs> you know, I feel honored that we have uh, multiracial and multinational guests here at uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, right here you, you got a, a good mixture of Spaniard and, uh, and uh, Native American también. Y todo. And now it's time for your shout-outs, eh? Uh, your shout-outs are brought to you every week by Express Cuts. So I'll tell you a little more about that. Shout out to uh, Lourdes, baby. Had a great time with you this weekend, babe. I know you're listening. You prefer listening at home instead of here in the garage, even though you get the VIP, baby. Also, Angel Martinez. I remember the name. I remember that. You remember Angel Martinez? I don't remember. I, I think I do. Hey, thank you for listening. Uh, listen again. Alfonso Lopez is always listening. Right on, dude. Al, you rock, man. You've always been a cool, cool. cat. And... Um, our little primita, Yesel Marie Juarez. Hi, primita. She's over in uh, Santa Barbara listening out there because, you know, she goes to school out there and shit. I just passed you up. I went over up north this weekend, mija. I also want to give a shout-out to De Jamie and Deja. I love hanging with you girls. It was a lot of fun. And little Max, hey, you're such a cool little Hulk. <laughs> he's like a few months old, man. He's like a Hulk. He rules it, eh? I also want to give a, a shout out to the Authors. I think that's a French last name. Authors is that Authors? How's it spelled? Uh, a u t h i e r. The Authors. Here, they're over in Arroyo Seco, California. Thanks for letting us stay there with you guys, Scott, Gloria, Emily, uh, Pajama, Rachel, and Jed. They're a cool family over in Arroyo Seco. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Do you have a shout-out, bro? I have a shout-out. I have a shout-out to my lovely daughter, Nalania, uh, who's about to graduate from high school right next, next week. And Easy. It's it's finally starting to set in, you know? Mm -hmm. She had a fantastic softball season, and she's going to college and a full-ride scholarship to Colorado. Uh, in the summer, she's, right going, on, to, she's going to Italy and France for her graduation trip. Uh -huh. And, uh, yeah. Wow. So shout-out to my How daughter. Nice. Shout-out, Mija. Right on. There you go. There's uh, your shout outs are brought to you by Express Cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts at 10420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte. So give them a call or just walk in and uh, tell them Los Twins sent you and they gave you some kind of special deal. Eh? They'll hook you up. That's your shout outs, eh? Shoo! Sometimes I don't speak right. I know what I'm talking about. I know you're waiting for the CIA. They wouldn't have you in the bye-bye.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. My name is Jose. And I'm Angel. That's my brother killing the song again. Killing it. You killing it. Killed it, eh? Anyway. No, like massacred, <laughs> like, you know. Totally, dude. That's why I'm a talk show host, not a singer. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel as we broadcast live every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Pacific time on www.twintalkcast.com. <laughs> I said those it. W's. There's those W's. <laughs> also, you can There's always. There's something about that W, though. The W is like a like in my in my uh, in my vernacular <laughs> vernacular. <laughs> the W is very sexy. So is the V. Whoa, well the V especially. Okay, whatever. Because the W is like a whole bunch of V's. We we have a fantastic show coming up. That's um, very sexy. And I, I wanted like to it. also let you, you remind see that? you see that over there. Look at you see the V's. Over okay, there? going on. I don't see Shout. V. This is not TV. This is radio. <laughs> Again, later tonight we're gonna have uh, a. a, a Awesome, cool, like pseudo punk band called The Echo and the Sound performing live here. Awesome. We have a we have a call in from Samira Saba, Samira Saba, who is an Indian. I'm gonna say it. She's an Indian, and she's gonna talk about this awesome event, the Peace and Dignity Journey. And also, also coming up, uh, of course, Jackie Casas with the News and Dirty Laundry. What's going on later on with the News and Dirty Laundry, Jackie? Hey guys, tonight we talk about Obama's stand on gay marriage. It's quite controversial. Also, the newest Time cover. Oh gosh, that's <laughs> gross. The newest Time magazine cover has caused um, quite some debate amongst the parents. I'll let you know what that is and what that cover has that caused such a debate. Also, a popular mattress could be affecting your sex life in a bad way. Oh. I don't have that mattress. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what mattress that is and why all in a few. So stay tuned for Jackie Casa's News and Dirty Laundry. Hey, bro. Yeah. I Jackie says it so good, doesn't she? She's a pro. She does. I mean, nobody has Jackie. Nobody. The twins. Twin talk. Hey, listen, don't, I've, if there's one thing I've learned about women, we shouldn't take it for granted. Okay. We right don't now have- we say we have Jackie. She's ours. <laughs> But you never know, man. Women just, you know, on a, they're so fickle. In a second, they, oh, I love you. You're the end of the end. I'll be all. And then later on, I'm like, dude, I'm done with that, dude. <laughs> women we're, are so psychotic, dude. What would a woman say? They're double. Because guys say, oh, we're just growing apart. No, not, no, it's it's not you. It's me, honey. <laughs> Girls just say, I've decided. That's I, the line that women do. You know, they try and be nice. And at the end, when the guy doesn't want to let it go, they're like, look, I've decided. This is what I've decided. Yeah. That's why you watch that chick flick with your chick. Yeah, you know what? That I, way you kind of get the inside information and you kind of help them out of it. I'm up you to know, my chick flicks are all fake. Oh, I'm up to my <laughs> neck with freaking chick flicks, dude. Well, you know? well, you have a bunch of chicks in your house. I have a bunch of chicks in my house. Uh, two daughters. Well, you're not chewing and a, the freaking and, and a female dog. I got a, a bitch. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so how was your week, bro? Oh, dude, my, my weekend was awesome, man. I... Uh, uh, my girl and I took a trip up north to the Central Coast. Uh huh. Awesome. We went ahead. My chick totally wanted to hit up this this bridge. Uh, it's like over a hundred years old. It's called the Swing Bridge, and uh, apparently, I bet, I bet you reminded her of home of that little rickety bridge back in Central it, America. It totally did because she showed me a picture of the one that she has at home. But it, that one looks uh, over in Guatemala. It totally looks like one out of a out of a. Uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Film. Oh yeah, it's, it's missing steps. I don't believe her having walked. Anyways, we went over there, and I had never been to the Central Coast, bro. Oh really? No, uh, I've been. Uh, I've passed by there, and I've gotten. Actually, I've been to Monterey. Is that still considered the uh, Central that, Coast? Actually, that that is Bay Area. Monterey's Bay Area. 
Well, you know what? I totally wanted to check out the uh, the scene. I told him I, we, we planned it out, right? We planned, okay, we're going to hit the village, the downtown village area at this time. We'll get the bridge at this time. And then uh, at, at this time, we'll go hit up a local watering hole and get a big steak, uh-huh. right? But in the morning, we figured, okay, how else are you going to do a, 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 a cool... Uh, sightseeing, bro. Okay. And so right. I, you know, I'm an avid hiker, and my girl is too. Uh huh. So we hit the the trails. That's cool, dude. Awesome, awesome trails over there. So we hit people up and say, "Where's the best trails? We want to hit kind of a, you know, a technical one. You know, one that's going to give us a huff and puff, right? So we go. Okay, we okay. Uh, I think those are south of the border. You know, where are the hemp fields when you had a huff? <laughs> no, that's a little farther north. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was pretty feed me, man. For the record, I'm vehemently against any kind of recreational drug use, including uh, marijuana. This is Jose speaking. No. I like how you always state that. Di- disclaimer. FYI. He does, Jose huh? is anti-recreational drugs. Why? Yes. Why are you so scared, eh? I am not scared. You're scared, eh? You're scared. I'm not scared at all. I've had it. I didn't like it. Check it out. So, so we go, we hit this trail, right? And uh, and it was a uh, it was a trail where two two trails went and they all and they met over at this beach, so we go okay we're gonna go we hit this beach, and you know what, Jackie, it was a nude beach. Whoa! Really? <gasps> That's awesome! I've always wanted to go to one. Did you, guys, did you partake? Hey, dude, it went in Rome. Did let, you let it go? Let me tell you, it was not on my list of things to do. Uh huh. But it was you- but it was on my bucket list. So, did so you say, yes, indeed. Fuck I it, Lulu, let's ar- do it. I stuck around and I went bare naked. Right awesome. on. I do the same thing. I do the same thing. Right on. Yes, um, dude. Did you hang a fig leaf there in front of me? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find one big enough. Eh? Oh, that <laughs> Wow, go on, Lulu. You and Angel uh, uh, hanging and letting it all hey, hang out. Anyways, it was uh, it was an interesting experience. It was nice. You know, I it was not what I expected. The but, nude beach? But, yeah. Bunch of men, Why? Right, probably. Uh, no, it was a, a, a lot of couples. It was very respectful. It, I, it was a very reflective moment for me. Why? And I didn't expect that. Why? I expect because you're like, oh, my God, I'm walking around naked. It was free. <laughs> it was like so liberating. It was you totally definitely liberating. don't want to be clumsy at a nude beach, huh? <laughs> Can you imagine someone yeah. when you're like laying out and someone yeah. trips over your leg and you turn around and you're like, whoa, and you're like, whoa. Yeah, sand can be an issue. Yeah. Indeed it is. So, <laughs> so, um, what's, in fact, I th- still have a rash. What's, what was the name of that beach? <laughs> what was the name of that beach? Uh, oh, it's called, no, can I say that on the air? Of course you can. Of course. It's this Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Yeah, this is dude. our radio station. We can eh? say it. It's called Pirate's Cove. Pirate's Cove Nude Beach. Well, I don't know if they call it Nude was Beach. There a lot of I there? think it's on the down low. Yeah, you know, when we got there, was a few people, and then people started coming because we didn't know. We had, do they had come no idea. in with their clothes off it's, already, or no. do they go? That's they why go we, there, and when they're laying out, yeah, because you can't like be in the parking like lot getting undressed. That's how we ended up in the beach because we didn't know, right? We uh-huh. walked in there, we're like, oh, this is a cove. There's like seals. It was kind of like a hidden cove, and there was two paths. One that went to a cave. We didn't even go to the cave. See, the nude beach I'd go to wouldn't be a seal; it'd be a sea lion. <laughs> And so let out my lion. And then hear me <laughs> roar. Well, we got there. There wasn't. They were. Everyone was dressed or in shorts or what have you, right? But there was a person way out over there that looked like he was nude. But naked. And we were like, "Are we at a nude beach?" <laughs> and then the sun started because up there the sun only peaks out for like. How do you an hour. not stare though? No, uh, you do. You do right. You just do. And then people stare at you. People stare at you. Uh, really, really. But it isn't people really staring. It's not people staring. staring. No, it's not. It's, it's not staring. It's more like, hey, you know, what's okay. up? 
Now let me ask you Did this: was, Were there a lot of couples? <laughs> were there a lot? You of- see, that's what I mean. When I got there, I, I had all these questions, uh-huh. and uh, before I have ever done this, uh-huh. but having been there, all these questions and all these preconceived thoughts that I would have were out the door. It was more of a reflective, freeing experience. Reflective, like inner, inner, like inner. It was very I don't freeing. Get it. it was awesome. I can't explain it. Yeah, you know what though? I mean, did you sit down though and have play a little? Uh, did you guys play a little beach volleyball with a group of people there? <laughs> Build <laughs> no. sandcastles no. together. Play, no, ner- was, ner- play catch. No, ner- it was my girl. And I. It was my my girl and I just hung out and you know took in the rays. Go nice. on, Lulu. Nice <laughs> pirates cove. I know what they're going for their honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, well that's that, you know that could be pretty. Le- now my brother's airing out his dirty laundry. Uh, you know what? There was nothing dirty about it, and that's why I was saying that it was such an interesting experience because it was not what I expected, and I I I'd do it again. I'm glad I, you I, have I, something off your bucket list. Now, you know what? So. I put it right back on there. <laughs> <laughs> in San Diego, there's a beach, and in, in South Diego, it's called Black's Beach. It's a nude beach. It's pretty uh, pretty popular. And the way it works is this: the beaches are there, the cities. And uh, allow them to happen as long as they stay within a confined area. A lot of time, it's not written specifically as a state beach being. It's a state beach, so the so the the city. Well, you know what? When I undressed, my nuts said, "Hey, I've been in a confined area for a long time, eh?" <laughs> I'm trying to explain the the legal, you know, legality <laughs> there. You're talking about your nuts. <laughs> The way it works is this: the state beaches are portions of state beach that are not patrolled by the state, like you know, um, uh, the Department of uh, what's it called, California State Beaches and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so um, the city doesn't patrol them either. So they, but they, so they sort of nod, nod, wink, wink, and allow them to be nude beaches as long as they're secluded enough for uh, other kids or kids or whatever that to be run across. And and. And Black's Beach in, in, in San Diego is the same way. It's on the bluff, uh-huh. the bottom of bluff at the top. There's these hang gliders. It's an area where hang gliders. So you've been? Yeah. we really? were. Though I, I didn't go to it, unfortunately. You didn't go I, in the buffalo thing? No, because I was shooting. Uh, he doesn't want to admit it. I would have gone for sure, dude. I would have gone, but I was working. I, we're, we're shooting stuff with hang gliders. And at the top of the cliff, the hang gliders jump. And I remember we were there for like half a day. And they're like, hey, you know, the nude beach is right below us. I'm like, what? Yeah, black speech. I'm like, really? Black speech? Uh-huh. And, I, and I walk to the edge and you look down and yeah, there's a bunch of nude people. And the way to get down there is a really, it's a, it's a real hike all the way down. It's yeah. pretty secluded. Yeah. So all these hang gliders are going over them. I'm like, so you're flying over these nude people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, oh, so I know where it is now. I haven't gone back right though. Kind of, you know. Right on. Anyway. There so you have it. There you have it. I went the Jackie, book. would you partake? I totally would partake. Oh. I would totally do it. Right on, Jackie. Mm-hmm. Well, then let's go. <laughs> let's do a twin talk. Nah, Charlie, man. No? Nah. Field trip. Why not? Why not? Nah. Why not? That's embarrassing, eh? I didn't know why anybody there. Why was it there. embarrassing? You oh. already did it. Yeah, but, but Wait, I didn't why know anybody. I didn't know nobody. It's kind of different like that, eh? Wait a minute. I'm sure you've seen Jose's junk before. I don't remember it. <laughs> I, and I, conveniently, <laughs> I conveniently forgot. <laughs> No, no, no! But he's embarrassed of going in front of you. I think. Oh. Okay. So it's okay. I won't look angel. <laughs> okay, Jackie. Here's the deal. Let's mean. <laughs> It'll be hard to, baby. As, <laughs> since you and I are journalists, uh-huh. and since my brother's gone and partaken of such, in order, in the name of research and journalism, you and I should go to New Beach. That's a good idea. So we have to go news gather. Uh, totally news gather. It's As, news gathering. Go for it. Do some research. Exactly. Do a little research. So if. Either we'll do a survey. <laughs> yeah, a site survey. We'll scout the location. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk to some people. Survey. Right? Yeah. <laughs> survey gonna the me- peeps. Are you going to measure it all out? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a fun news gathering event. I'm there. 
We're going to plan it. Okay. It's, the weather's getting warmer. Right? Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to a dude beach. And broadcast live. <laughs> no, that's a mic. No, that's not a mic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, now as you can hear... As you can hear, my brother talks over stuff. It's, it's time now for <laughs> Jackie and the news and dirty laundry since we're talking about nude beaches. That's my song. Angel, for the record, and I'm going to say it on the air, let me do the technical, okay? Don't ask questions, okay? Okay, you do the technical, eh? So Jackie's on with us now with the news and dirty laundry. What's going on, Jackie? Hey guys, okay, so tonight we start with a huge announcement from President Obama this week. He stated in an interview with ABC News that he believes gay couples should have the right to marry. And he also called for repeal of the Defense of Marriage Act, which is a federal law that defines marriage between a man and a woman. He's asked for this repeal before, but Obama has now listed it as a specific goal. He also stated that it doesn't, um, having a gay couple be able to marry doesn't weaken families, but it actually strengthens families. The, the, the gay marriage yes. uh, uh, initiative? Yes, because as of right now, it's stated as a marriage between a man and a woman. Can I say something? No. It's not, it's <laughs> no. not a gay marriage. <laughs> the, uh, President Obama went on ABC News, and it was breaking news. He came out. Do you want to play the bite first? Yes. Yeah, let's play let's the Let's go bite. ahead and play it. You know, it's, we're, we're, let's play this. This is from ABC News. For me personally, it is important for me to go ahead and affirm that uh, I think same-sex couples should be able to get married. In a sit-down at the White House, the president talked about his own deeply personal thought process on the issue, an evolution that he thinks mirrors much of the country. Here he is just eight years ago when he first ran for Senate. What I believe in my faith is that uh, a man and a woman, uh, when they get married, uh, are performing something before God. Today, he told me that, as for many people, family and friends changed his ideas about that. You know, Malia and Sasha, they've got friends whose parents are same-sex couples. And, I, you know, there have been times where Michelle and I have been sitting around the dinner table and we've been talking and, uh, about their friends and their parents. And Malia and Sasha, would, it wouldn't dawn on them that somehow their friends' parents would be treated differently. It doesn't make sense to them. And, and frankly, uh, that's the kind of thing that prompts uh, a, a change in perspective. A change in perspective. Go very ahead. very well put. I, I, I like the way he said change in perspective <clears throat> because that we, we, we totally all need a change in perspective. Totally. Totally. Oh, really? But I'll tell you the, the, why I think that, that he, uh, he changed his perspective uh, because... You know, you know that that show Modern Family has a, a gay couple on there. Uh, uh -huh. mm -hmm. Well, it's got bigger ratings than he does. <laughs> so you know, he's just like following the. Here's what I have. What do they it, call it? Nielsen ratings. Nielsen ratings. Here's go. what I have to say about this. Uh, uh, I, I have an issue with this because, okay, you notice that it's sort of like the media loves the president. He, they just adore. He can do no wrong. And you noticed, uh, what was a reporter name? Uh, Robin, whatever mm -hmm. name, from ABC. She says on the track, uh, the, the evolution that took place, da-da-da-da-da. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. It talks about Obama having an evolution because four, eight years ago, you hear that soundbite of him talking about that marriage is, is something that's done before God and, you know, implying that therefore it's for between a man and a woman. But now, because such the altruistic reason, his daughter's friends, oh, you can't, you can't argue with the president now when you bring up his kids. Because of my daughter's friends, their parents, they, what do you say to them? So he they has throw good parties. So he every, wants to stay on the guest list. So <laughs> everywhere you go, everywhere you listen on the news or read, they talk about the president evolving. He has evolved. Okay. Has, okay. Here's the issue I have with this. I, I, I don't know if you remember, and I don't know if this is not in your if this is in your dirty la news and laundry, dirty laundry this week, uh, but there is. An article on the that came out on the Washington Post. Wait that, a second. First of all, you you're not against gay marriage, no, I, but you're no, against. I'm not. Can I just get to the point? Okay. Well, they, yes. You listen. Well, will you please? You get asked to the me point? what the point. You asked me what the problem was, and I'm getting to it. Go for it. Okay. The point is this: the, all over the place, the media is is loving Obama, talking about the president has evolved, mm -hmm. and in the shoot for in a short eight years, he's, <laughs> he's got gills now. <laughs> if you listen, dude, he's got gills. <laughs> he's he's grown from one cell to have animal to a, you know he split cells. Anyway, look, the man has evolved according to the press. He's evolved. He now he has progressed. <laughs> all now, right, all right, go for it. Okay, in a <laughs> short eight years. Okay, but in the Washington Post, it came out with a twelve-page article on how Mitt Romney, the uh, the leading presidential candidate, bashed and bullied a gay high school kid when he was in high school. And this was in 1959, and it was it was all over the place. People were bashing this guy because he hates gays. So, He's such a jerk. Let me finish my point, and you can get it. But so he can't evolve from from 1959, and maybe have thought like who hasn't done stupid things when they were in high school? But the president can evolve in a short for few short years. It's all about campaigning because the president isn't making any initiative. He's just calling for it. He's just talking. And all that matters is that the president is for the gays. The president's for the gays, so they want to vote for him. He knows he's not going to pass any law. It's not going to happen. It's a campaign rhetoric. Okay. There you have it. I could have told you that in two seconds. <laughs> 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 they all do that, Jose. They, they yeah, all, but they all change their perspective when they, you know, when they see that the masses are swaying. Yeah, but the problem is that the, the media, what I'm talking about is the media. And Jack, you know, because you and I both work in the media. Uh, you hear all over the place people just hating on on, on Romney because he was so mean to this high school kid who didn't so, do stupid so things saying, in high school. So you're saying that obviously what you're saying is that there's like a conspiracy throughout the media world to uh, take down one possible uh, presidential candidate and support current president. What with, I'm saying, they're, they're programming. What I am saying and is writing that and all that kind what of shit. I'm saying is that yes, the media is biased. Toward a president, everybody Obama. is biased. Everybody is going to yeah. write what they. Mitt do. Romney did state uh, after Obama put his endorsement for towards gay marriage that he still believes marriage is between a man and a woman. So he, I guess, is what we can quote unquote by the media terms say he hasn't involved. What he did bullying a gay student in his high school class was wrong. I don't care what age, what year that was. Oh, really? Fifty years ago. Nowadays, it's wrong. It's not nice to bully anybody. Okay. You shouldn't do it. But, but no, can, let me ask, I never bullied anybody in okay. high school. It's a downright mean thing to do. Yeah. I'm not saying I didn't do stupid things in high school, okay. but I never bullied anybody. I think I think what Jackie's saying is that I agree with that. That uh, it's wrong. I mean, although there's an opportunity to evolve, uh, but uh, but but you know what? When there's a bully, you fucked you know? <laughs> up. So now, if it's affecting your campaign. 
50 whatever fuck years later, yeah. that's your problem. Okay, so, of I course, mean, the Democrats have stated that with Obama's endorsement, they are hoping to grasp certain groups like women, young adults, the LGBT community. Of course, it's a it's something that he can use for his advantage in the you campaign. Know, let me, let me, and let it's me, something that Romney ask, can't. Let me ask you this. Too let, bad. No, no, he can, and I'll tell you why. Uh, you because a poll, a poll just came out today. Mm-hmm. A poll just came out today. Okay, Obama's uh-huh. uh, uh, revelation is backfiring. One in four Americans are now saying that they will not vote for Obama based on the gay stance. One in four Americans. Where is this survey, this re- poll coming yeah, from? Yeah, I'm looking for it, but I read it today, and I was conf- I, w- I forgot to pull it up right before the show. Conservative anonymous? No, <laughs> it, and, and it doesn't matter. The point is the, it's middle America that, 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 that votes. Another thing, let me ask you this. If, if Mitt Romney, uh, if it came out that Mitt Romney in high school uh, spent the last two years of high school getting high on, uh, on, on cocaine and on marijuana, would you f- think of him as a fit to be president the last two years of, of his president of his high school I, I, uh well tell me this how long was his rehabilitation in his <laughs> narcotics anonymous i'll tell you no that. let me ask you that if the <laughs> if, much, if uh, it came uh, out that <laughs> mitt romney if it came out that mitt romney had gotten high that he admitted that it came out that he spent the last two years ditching class uh, getting Jose, high with his friends answer you, the question Jose, answer it i'll tell i you know what you always do these uh what are they called uh, when it's not real what's that there, that grammatic thing he said the, over there. Theoretical. Theoretical, the same thing, right? Okay, the re- it's not theoretical. <laughs> why you always, that's okay, it's version. not theoretical, and I'll you tell always, you why. I'll tell you why, because in President Obama's book, The Audacity of Hope, in his own words, he says that he spent the last two years of his high school years getting high, skipping class, getting high on coke and marijuana, hanging out with... with uh, with Hawaiian exactly. bullies, it, he hung hasn't, with, it no. hasn't affected. Drug use minute, hasn't wait, affected presidential wait, candidates before because wait. Bill Clinton admitted to it. George no, Bush himself he admitted. Said, no, he didn't. Uh, uh, he said, what, uh, "He said I didn't inhale." Yeah, whatever. But that was such a big deal. But, but that the, was so stupid. And then George Bush said he partied in fucking Harvard. No, all George the- W. Bush had a, uh, an alcohol and uh, addiction, yeah. and he and he quit it. And so he be- what? Eh? For for twenty years, he was done. So what? My point is this. Why is it okay for Obama to be a stoner in high school? And mind you, if he if he, if he admitted, <laughs> okay, you can't let me use finish my word. point. <laughs> you've been, you've had let a me point. finish my point. Okay, I, you've let had me, a point. I'm, let me finish my point. Let okay. me finish a sentence, and then you can talk. Why is it? Why is it okay for Obama to be a stoner for the last two years? Admittedly, he says he ditched class. Wait a second. And let me finish. He says he ditched class. You need a period, bro. He says he ditched (laughs) class. Sounds like you're on one. He says he he ditches class. He ditched class, hung around with a bunch of stoner Hawaiian kids Uh that picked on other kids, and he did coke and, and marijuana. The last two years of high school, how did he get to Harvard? Hey, Jose. Don't be picking on the stoners, eh? Who's Hawaiian and not a stoner? I want to know. <laughs> you can't use that word, okay? Why, why, why defend the president? <laughs> hey, when, hold on, why hold, defend? Because hey, people me, like him. Get over it. People hey, look, like him. Let me, let me, let me say something. I'm not, I'm, not de- I'm not defending no president. Go ahead. I'm not defending no president, but, but you can't sit there and say that everyone's protecting the president and not this other candidate totally because you know what on the next uh electoral year what's it called election intellectual intellectual year on the next electoral (laughs) year election year who's getting high now it's gonna be somebody else man it's and and you're just sitting there like going talking about it it's like you know really 
you know, what's the big pedal on that? Let let the media do what they want. No, they should and, and make we we need to hold the make your we own need decision. to hold our leaders uh, responsible and accountable, and we need to hold the media who's who under the guise of being uh, uh, objective puts out this inf- misinformation. No, we don't need to hold anybody accountable. Yes, we do. Just ourselves. If if everybody were, and that's the thing, is it puts us again this whole rhetoric of political rhetoric and media, uh, you know, uh, savaged, you know, political rhetoric. It just separates us again. Okay, when we should be more holding ourselves accountable instead of going looking at everybody else. Que este este guy está gay y se va a casar con aquel gay guy. Who cares? Here it is. Here it is. Who cares? Here it is. Um, Here it is. Here it is. Um, That's why you got to be all... You would never make it in a nude beach, bro. <laughs> totally. I'll never, never totally. do. <laughs> I've been waiting for the day to go... Not Charlie, to man. Everybody, beach. anybody out there, don't let him in. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Let me read from... Let me read from the... Hold on. This is from Obama's book. <laughs> Charlie, man. <laughs> it's, it's an extra... Hey, that's the chill, chill lounge, man. Hold on. This is from Dreams of My Father. <laughs> I had learned not to care, he wrote. I blew a few smoke rings. <laughs> Remembering those years, pot had helped. And booze. Uh, maybe a little blow when you could afford it. Not smack, though. Blow. Junkie, junkie pothead. That's where I had been headed. The final fatal role of a young, would-be black man. Except the highs hadn't been about that. Me trying to prove what a down brother I was. Not by then, anyway. I got high just for the opposite effect. Something that could push questions of who I was Please. out of mind. Something that could flatten out the landscape of my heart, blur the edges of my memory. I smoked reefer. And I smoked it in a white classmate sparkling new van, so I'm racially diverse. You know he didn't write that shit. Oh, in the dorm room. Yes, this is from his who book. Who says reefer these days, man? I could tell from the beginning. <laughs> oh, he's too cool to say reefer? His publicist wrote it. The same one that told him not to bully that kid when he was in middle school. <laughs> he says, a lot of us make mistakes when we're kids. You know, and to be honest, to be who I am, I've grown up as a person over time. Okay, okay, that's what the president said right in his book. On, eh? No, that's cool, and that's acceptable. Everybody <laughs> loves him. It's okay because he's a president and he's Obama. He can do no wrong. Well, let me see. I have an excerpt from an uh, Mitt Romney apologizing for what he did in well, high school. How would you characterize this piece? Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna. This piece talking about the Washington is, is, Post story. Is this Mitt Romney? This is Mitt Romney. I'd uh, be too concerned about uh, about their their piece. They talk about the fact that I uh, played a lot of pranks in high school, uh, and uh, and and they describe some that. Uh, well, you just say to yourself that back in high school, you know, I I, I did some uh, dumb things, and, and if anybody was uh, was hurt by that or offended, why well, obviously I apologize. But uh, overall, yeah, why not? Years for a long time ago, and I'm, I'm glad I've got some good friends in those years. Yeah. Hey, listen, he apologized. Accept it. Yeah. Okay. Apology and not accepted. only that, he we all do stupid things in high school. Why is it okay for Obama, who admits being a total junkie for the last two years of his high school, and cocaine? Why, hey, no, hold on a second. But you're, no one calls him on uh, it. Jose, no one calls him on it. You're saying this. You're doing the same thing that the media is saying. You put Men Romney on, and you're saying, okay, he apologized, accepted, and then you talk about Obama doing a 
big old stoner. You, no. you totally exclamated there and exaggerated there, just like the media does, Jose. My because po- you're biased. No, my point so is, I'm trying to be biased. I'm not. I'm trying to point. You're trying to hold somebody else accountable. Of course, it's going to put you in a state of being biased. I'm, so hold no one accountable I'm, but yourself. I'm ca- I'm holding. I smoke a doobie, I'm, eh? <laughs> I'm calling the media like, hey, listen, call it even. When the president, when when uh, when Obama ran for presidency, no one br- brought that shit up. And most importantly, when the Bill Ayers thing came out, the fact that he was his, his friend was a homegrown terrorist, it was okay. With the fact that he went for twenty years and he can got we, married, can we get off the Obama can, bashing can, can issue? Angel, Angel, this is a talk show. We talk. I know, but there's there's other dirty laundry. Angel, want to get into. the point is here, and the fact that Jackie's he went dirty laundry. Let me, the fact that he went to this, the fact that he went to this church for twenty years uh, with this. This uh, what was his name? I, no, I forgot I the name. I can't remember his name, but I know. I was about to say it. Are you done holding somebody accountable? <laughs> can we go to the next one, <laughs> dude? We, the, the whole point is to bait in this freaking. Show, I know. Dude. I t- and I'm, can, let let I me know, finish when I have to say a but sense. You never when finish. you say a sense, I let you finish. Go for it, bro. Go for dude, it. Dude, it's so frustrating. <laughs> it's a talk show. I'm not. And I'm, you know what? Listeners get frustrated when you listen, and the other, even if they don't agree, they want to hear. They want to. They want to hear a complete sentence. Yeah. They want to hear it. Yeah. Interesting stance from President Obama on gay marriage. Okay, here's my period point blank. <laughs> Obama is loved and hated. I mean, loved and never hated. And anybody else is a, a jerk and hated. Obama can do no wrong. And I didn't like the fact that they use he has evolved. Well, you know what? Okay, fine. Maybe he did during a campaign year. But so can Mitt Romney after going to, you know, coming out of high school in class of 59. Give me a freaking break. Move on. Okay, move on. Shijole. Next one. Okay, this one's kind of violent, guys, so hold on to your chonies. Violence <laughs> has struck again in Mexico. 49 headless, dismembered bodies were found along a stretch uh, of highway in a town near the U.S. border. In Mexico. In, yeah, of Texas. The bodies were left in a pool of blood. Ay, <laughs> wait. Cabron. Fucking give me a warning, eh? <laughs> the bodies were left in a pool of blood with a message... Saying 100% Zeta. The Zetas oh. are one of the largest drug cartels in Mexico. The other is the Sinaloa cartel. State security say the violence is between the two groups and not an attack against the civilian population. You know what I say? Really, Mr. State Security? <laughs> I think it is an attack against the civilian population it because is. guess what? They're killing people. It's terrorism. It's uh, These cartels are, are terrorizing people. And exactly. including the uh, the local authorities. <laughs> Did you kill 49 people yet? <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you that the American uh, uh, ATF, what are they called? The ATF? Yeah, the ATF. They, uh, Arms. they, they armed uh, they, they armed all those uh, cartel guys. I'm not taking uh, the book Okay, let me get you that story. You want to hear it? It's no, called, I don't. No. It's called, it's called um, Fast and Furious. Okay. The, well, what's the, the Fast the, and Furious? The Obama administration has been disarming... Uh, um, uh, taking guns from the U.S. The U.S. and sending them over to and Mexico. sending them over to Mexico and selling them to the cartels. Really? And yes. Oh, yeah. It was a big news. And the, and the uh, attorney general is like, oh, I, don't, I don't know anything about it. But he signed off on it. So and and the, but uh, no, but it's not but, the president doing it. I what, mean, it's the president doing okay. it. But two but words. the president. Let me tell you. No, let me say this. Okay, let go me ahead. Say this. This president and the last president and the president that's coming after that and the one after that is all the same administration. Well, different administrations, but it's the same agenda. 
Okay, so you know they the 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 ones that are in the background they need a fall guy and they need to keep you talking about it. Okay, here, I here I have the, two two words. The Sorry. ones that need to stand up is the Mexican government because this is ultimately their people, their country, and if they're receiving these guns, I, I, there's there's drug money that's coming in, there's gun money that's coming in. Where the fuck is the Mexican president or any of their officials or statesmen to step up and want to have their country? They're afraid. They're bought out by the cartels. Yeah, they're bought out. Just they're, they're bought out by them, but then where is this ever going to end? It's not going to end. As long as Mexico is run by, you know, the um, as long as uh, marijuana is illegal, uh, we will. But have it's not even marijuana. It's cocaine. It's other drugs. It's arms that are that are the main fuel. I think weed is probably the last moneymaker for them nowadays because, because there's such a California. There's so much <laughs> weed being grown no, you here. You know what? You know what? No. <laughs> you know what? Actually, uh, I think uh, marijuana is actually the biggest export of uh, uh, illicit drug from Mexico. Gosh, it's I don't a, even know. Illicit how. drug. Yes, it's an illicit it's drug. A, it's a yellow. Ladies and gentlemen, for the record, I'd like to let everyone know that I am vehemently against any kind of recreational drug, including <laughs> marijuana. This is Jose. Well, I think it's so stupid that this state security spokesperson t- just, I feel like he almost said it so lightly, this is an attack against civilian That's population. Real How is it not an attack against civilian population when it it's the people that they're killing? Mm-hmm. They don't kill their own fucking bitches, their cartel bitches. Yeah, Why don't they kill they're, them? They're terrorizing by killing people, anybody that can greed. Find. And it's just a, it's just to prove a point, like, oh, my balls are bigger than yours. They're trying to <laughs> they're trying to instill fear. What's happening is the the setas and the Sinaloense cartels. Sinaloense, eh? Yeah. You're going all grayscale yeah. on me, eh? The Sinaloense whitewash. Let, let me finish. I can never finish a sentence. The Sinaloense cartel is on the west coast of Mexico, uh-huh. and uh, um, on the on the coast oh, on the, bo- the oh, wait on the on the Gulf of California, and the. Seta cartel is on the Gulf of Mexico, and they're both fighting for a route that goes back and forth between uh, the two. Yeah, they, they, I think they got a, a, a rap record label deal going on, right? <laughs> it's, I think that's what it's it Death is. Row Records against, uh, what was the other one? East Coast and West Coast? Biggie and Tupac? Yeah, what was the other one? East Death Row Records in the West Coast? What? Bad Boy Records. Yeah, it's well, all it's awful boy. because some of these bodies had their hands and their feet hacked off. If we're talking shit. Can you believe it? Sad yeah, stories. I, 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 I Mexico, said. get your shit together. Ha. <laughs> huh. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. Time Magazine's most recent cover has caused quite a controversy over the decades-long parenting issue of breastfeeding. Nice. I'm. Uh, I knew you were going to talk about breasts. <laughs> You're always talking about breasts. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, it's in the news. Okay. The drummer from uh, from the Echo and the Sound, his neck just like turned really fast. Did he say? Did he say? He's a hucker to be controversial. <laughs> I'm currently. Well, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'm currently <laughs> adding some photos to the Twin Talk uh, Facebook wall. I love them. Love them. Which All right, you oh, guys boobies. can go ahead. You're putting boobies on our Facebook. There's a whole I'm gallery of those. right now. Eh? There's a whole gallery. Oh shit! I got my smartphone. It's not big enough. Go eh? ahead. <laughs> uh, so please make sure that you go ahead and comment on any of them. Well, if let, you'd like. let our listeners Do me know. Do a favor. Let our just, listeners know. Just post one breast. The cover. <laughs> the cover depicts a real mother breastfeeding her three-year-old son, and the article depicts the ever-long debate of attachment parenting, which includes extended breastfeeding and co-sleeping. Critics say that it's borderline child pornography because it's a three-year-old uh, little boy. 
boy, not a little baby, uh, grown up. Within the magazine, there's other pictures of another woman breastfeeding her three-year-old daughter and uh, another woman breastfeeding her four-year-old son and her five-month-old daughter. Here's the deal. I, I, I think it's... it's um I don't think it's child pornography, but for one thing, this, I don't believe that kid is three years old. That kid looks five, four or five. He's a huge kid. <laughs> huge kid. I, can't, I haven't got it. And, and he's sucking on a, a beautiful woman's Lucky boobie. kid, eh? <laughs> what's you know? a big deal? <laughs> what, what do you mean, what's a big deal? <laughs> it's a big it's considered child, that, well, the critics are it's saying that mom, it's child you're, pornography. You're breastfeeding. I mean, you're breastfeeding. I mean, look, everybody... Everybody, practically everybody, not me, it's been almost a year that I quit drinking milk, but everybody drinks milk out of a cow, yet it's not okay to drink milk from your mama? No, it's okay to do it. Of course you can. The point I mean, is, I wouldn't do it the now. kid is, they claim he's three freaking years old, but if you look at the picture, he's, he's, he goes up, he's a tall, big kid. And oh, let's say he is three years old. It's so still mom, long, a long time to be breastfeeding from your mom. So mom could, could go jogging and she come on, he'll jog along with me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so one of the questions was that women, uh, what they call attachment parenting, who actually breastfeed their children in their toddler years, three, four, five, they're considered real, quote unquote, real mothers who feed, breastfeed their own children until it's, uh, I guess, appropriate for them to not do, which I, <laughs> I think at three, four, five, it's appropriate to let it go. But then other women who choose to not breastfeed or choose to not breastfeed their three, four, five-year-olds, some of them stop after six months. They're saying, who the fuck are you to tell me I'm not a real mother? Like, <laughs> I took care of my kid. I breastfed for three, four, five, six months. That's the debate that's been going on for decades. And now the Time uh, magazine has decided to put that on their cover. Uh, I want to know. I would. I bet you these kids ha- are these kids vaccinated. Uh, I would assume they are, yeah. but I'm not sure. Because you know what, the best vaccine, if you want to call it that, is breast milk. Uh, yeah, try to get vaccinated for the measles by sucking in your mom's tit. Okay. <laughs> Trust me. I, I let me tell you. I I have to tell you out of my Age three of, children, the Age one that my twin brother, the longest, my twin brother, is the one that got least. Least uh, visits to the that's, doctor. That's proven. They went. He he. When he would have a fever, he'd break his fever that night. I didn't have to do that many Tylenols and ibuprofen mixtures, or give it him does an ice boost bath. the immune system. That's yeah. that's a proven fact. And he's but, tall. He's the tallest one of all of them. And can I just say and though, he, brother? And he's, and he's can I just say, brother? Boob longer. Can I just say I'm going to take it back? Please don't suck on our mother's breast. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> There's a comment on the Time magazine cover photo that I posted from Lourdes Orizaba said, "I dig this in my country. Guatemala is so normal." Also, Ronald Cavarrubias <laughs> said, "I'll have what he's having." Laugh out loud. <laughs> oh, that is. Oh, so kind of, kind of maybe uh, not such a big deal. I didn't think it was child pornography, but I don't think so either. But it is. It's it, it's it's too too far. Kids, they need to sever. They they need to sever the umbilical, especially little boys. For goodness' sake, dude, Be, grow up. <laughs> Get some balls. It's not the boys. It's the mom. It's the mom. It's all about the mom. It yeah. little It's all about the moms. They can't hang. Then another question. Or came they up. do hang probably <laughs> to their freaking waist. <laughs> another question that came up during the article was: Is it um, inappropriate for mother to breastfeed in public? So when you guys go to the mall, no, go problem. to the car no. wash, not at all. Doesn't bother you guys? Not at no. all. Really? Whip it out, baby. I've had some guys that Let are like, "Ew, gross! I don't want to see that shit." Like, I metrosexual guys probably. Um, 
No, I could just say they're young adults. Is it your friend Orlando with the open shirt and the hairy <laughs> chest? Orlando, nothing wrong with the No, the not my hairy Persian man. <laughs> no. Orlando's a Persian name? He's not Persian, but... Okay, because, yeah, Persians are hairy. <laughs> Maybe he is hairy. I don't know. But no, so I, I have known of some men God. that think it's offensive or gross to see women breastfeed. Um, I don't think what it's if, gross. Like, what if it, what if they don't have a cover on them? It's just like a la fresh air. I don't mind. It makes me thir- it gets it's me thirsty right. though. I feel like I would need to. See, that's kind of perverted though. <laughs> uh, wait, okay, here we go. Uh, we're going to be revealing your trip to the to the to the what they call it? the black, uh, the new beach. The no- I'm, I'm going to reveal that I I love drinking breast milk when the boobies were pregnant. Loved it. Yuck. Really? That's nasty, man. No, it was a turn on. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> My Angel's, always, Angel's choking on the milk. You know what's funny? The I singer's over there choking on the milk. The singer of Echo and, 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 the, sound. and the Sound is over there gagging. Interesting. <laughs> it's a turn on. It's a turn on. <laughs> you, yeah, you used it's to put it in your cup. It's 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 <laughs> you put it in, <laughs> in my cup. I drink my coffee black. But no, because it's like, it's sort of, an in, it's more about intimacy. It's about intimacy. Uh, okay. Okay. I get that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So then, maybe I guess was not it, such a big it deal. It was more reflective than it was projective. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, yeah, Next yeah, story. I knew you could. You talk about breasts. You always talk about breasts. You know what? I love it. It's not my fault. It's in the news. <laughs> I bring you guys the news. If there's boobs on the news, I slap it on. <laughs> Remember, if you guys have any comments in regards to anything we're they're talking we're talking about, you can post it on Facebook on Twin Talk Show. Be our friend. And also, you can call us at 626-275-TWIN. Twin. 626-275-8946. What else? All right, guys. Have you guys ever slept on a memory foam mattress? Uh, yes. Yeah. You have? Uh-huh. Okay. You know, they're plush and squishy, and they do give you a good night's sleep. But your sex life may not be so great. Okay. Apparently, this mattress is has several complaints that um, there's lack of traction if you get my drift there's lack of traction on the uh lack of traction on this mattress uh-huh. while you're having sex an owner of the mattress said it's like doing it in quicksand <laughs> <laughs> because ultimately a, a sex therapist from new york actually commented on says that the, the lack of resistance for the knees and feet uh-huh. uh cause whoever on the bottom to be sinking into the bed uh-huh. which is interesting because the sales of this memory foam <laughs> <laughs> their bottom sinks hey well let me tell you about it i i know what you're talking about but you know now you know the cool thing about the the memory phone bed is that you know when when you're getting on with your nina uh-huh. you could just kind of put your beer down like there and it ain't gonna spin oh, <laughs> yeah. that's a good one i've seen the commercial where they put the glass of wine and the chick is jumping on it and yeah. nothing happens the 40 ounce is awesome well these memory phone mattresses have been skyrocketing in sales and their segment is 4.6 billion wholesale in the market right now so they're skyrocketing in sales but now people are complaining that it's kind of um a suckers in that department yeah because yeah. you know you got to use the spring to your advantage you know you do reverse i mean you do opposite motion with the spring when you have a springboard yeah spring when you're bed. when you're you know use yeah. the spring to you know to help the movement how do i say this as scientifically as I can. I'll tell you, when I, uh, when you use I'm, physics when I'm with spring. my chick, she springs right back, eh? <laughs> now, the question Ooh. is, would you rather have deep, relaxing, soothing sleep at the expense of sex? 
Dude, I'll tell you, just jump off the bed. Hey. Uh, you know what? If I'd rather miss a problem my, with it. I'd rather have sex. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. Sleep. You sleep when you're sex, dead. Sex. Yeah. I hate that. Sleep at work, eh? <laughs> <laughs> what if you have this really nice, comfy, plushy mattress, but you just do it on the couch or in the bathroom or on the floor? Fuck it, right? Yeah. 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 Literally, yeah. Jeez, Jackie, tell me more. More suggestions. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There's the backyard. Yeah. There's the kitchen table. The hood, the hood of the car, the tailgate on the Wait, park. wait. I want to hear her suggestions. <laughs> <laughs> or the driveway. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. Why are we coming to... Because uh, <laughs> it's just what... No, you're, you know, in the, in, you know, in the name of research. In the name of research. <laughs> so Sealy, uh, which is one of the companies that has the memory foam mantras, says that just recently uh, their shares have been falling ever since the company came... Um, there was public outcry about the lack of traction for your sex life. Wow. Wow. Sad days. Well. So... <clears throat> You know, I don't have memory foam. I have Just the old-fashioned spring. I got it. I got it, dude. Uh, I got the solution. Okay. Grip tape. Mm. <laughs> put a little grip tape on it. Eh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That'll be like sand, dude. Like the kind you have on your skateboard, eh? Yeah. That, oh, that's not good. Not good at all. <laughs> okay, guys. So this will be my last story of the night. Uh, let's go back to locations, Jackie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she's getting all red because <laughs> she knows she revealed a little TMI. Oh, I still got more under my sleeve. Nice. You know, nice. well, you got to get it on and limit it on space. You got to do Ni- it. Nice. Got to figure it out. Go on, Jackie. Moving on. <laughs> the Arizona Charter Athletic Association state championship baseball game was forfeited uh, because the opposing team second baseman was a girl. What, 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 what league was it? This is the Arizona Charter Athletic Association and they had their state championship game. Is that high school? Is it? Yeah. Yes. It's like CIF in California. Yep. And they forfeited the championship baseball game because of a girl. The opposing team's second baseman is um, Paige Solschback, which is a freshman. And she's playing in baseball because her uh, high school doesn't offer girls softball. So she goes to Mesa Prep, and they uh, accepted her as a player. So the opposing team, Our Lady of Sorrows Academy, Academy, says said its boys would not compete against a team with the girl. What? How fucked up is that? That's real stupid. Right? That's stupid. So the guy, okay, so the guy didn't want to compete with a girl. Yeah. The so and they forfeited the state championship. That's, game. So that's discrimination. They, they lost the game because they did not want to play against the girl. What? Mm-hmm. And who, you know why? What, what, because they probably didn't want to lose to the girl. They probably figured that they're going to lose that the girl was going to play better. Who was than. the team that forfeited? Arizona. Our Lady of Sorrows Academy. Oh, some Catholic school. Mm-hmm. Those and the opposing team was so Mesa Prep. So what does the Catholic school have to do with it? I don't know. Just saying. Catholic. Well, what they said was that as a Catholic school, we promote the ideal of forming and educating boys and girls separately during the adolescent years, especially in physical education. This is a statement that they made to the CNN affiliate um, KTVK. Okay, so here's the deal what I have to say about that. Here's what I have to say about that. Obviously, I think it's stupid, but it is a private school. And it is a private school that holds to tenets, uh, religious tenets. And you know what? That's the way it is. You can't judge them. You can't. 
because you go to a public, you go to a private school that is based on a Christian or a Catholic school or whatever religion, you gotta l- realize that they ha- you have to adhere to certain rules that a lot of times have to do with their doctrine. A but they doctrine. had played Meza Prep before. They had played them twice before during the regular season. But did the girl play? The girl had sat out during those. There you games. have it. So it's like that's it. Just just because of the the. Girl playing. Yeah, because a girl belongs in the dugout. Motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the deal. I think it's stupid and it seems archaic, but you know what? I, I'm really tired of people criticizing religious let me, let me institutions. You, I'm not finished. Like, you can say it. I'm really tired. I, I, I'm glad you have a point, brother, but I was in the middle of a sentence. I'm tired of people saying, criticizing religious institutions. They've been that way for hundreds and hundreds of years. Leave them alone. If you don't like it, don't play against them. Don't go to school there. It's a private school. Leave them alone. Let me just tell you something. This is a pattern with Arizona. Okay, first of all, they're, they're, they're crazy about getting all the illegals out, okay, and then they don't provide uh, a bilingual uh, 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 to the prisoners there, and prisoners are dying. What? They're, they're not friendly for abortion. And now uh, they don't let a chick play baseball. No, it wasn't that. The girl was playing. The team, the Catholic team, just didn't yeah, want to play well, either way. They, they, hey, look at the bright they side. Did their stance. They look at the bright their, side. It's their stance. I mean, I, I say all the Mexicans in the U.S. move to Arizona. Look at the bright side. Look you at the bright what? side. I'll tell you one thing. When all the Mexicans leave Arizona, they're going to miss their taco stands, eh? Look at the bright side. <laughs> I'm not kidding. The you. girls' team won the CIF championship. I know, but uh, the mother of the, the, of the girl, Pamela Schultzback, commented and said, and um, that they she felt bad for the team because they worked so hard. They're undefeated. They had one game left, and um, she said that at our school, we're taught that when you start something, you complete it, and they weren't done. So it was a disservice to the team. No, I agree, but you know what? Again. Uh, we need to realize that certain institutions have their own tenets. I wonder own... how the players of that team felt like, though. They probably did feel like shit. But you know what? They go to that school. And probably they go to that school because their parents want to send them to a better school. You know, Presumably, private schools have a better uh, you know, curriculum and they're more well-respected from colleges. So there's a trade-off. Mm-hmm. They probably wear a uniform they I'd don't want to wear. No, that that's wrong, man. They shouldn't have. Uh, with boy or girl. Okay. You know, okay. Here's here's a, here's an example. You know the the person that forfeited. I hope they learn a valuable lesson. You know that person that vote that forfeited. They're gonna be going through life always thinking about what they could have done. Mm-hmm. You know what? No, it it does. It, first of all, I don't think so. But here's an example. They are. I, the, hope, the, I hope they do. The boys, uh, the, what is the Boy Scouts? Mm-hmm. Okay, how about that that lady or that man who wanted to sue like get his girl in the Boy Scouts? Okay, he sued the Boy Scouts because he wanted his daughter wanted to join the Boy but Scouts. That, but that's the Boy Scouts. Baseball is not the boys' baseball. It's a sport. And it, and if and if they if one team if it's not against it's the not, rules, it's a, it's, it is it's against not, the rule because it's a private school. It's a religiously. Uh, led but private it's not, school, but it's not against the rules of the sport. It doesn't right? matter. That's so, not the point. The point is, it's a private school, and they don't have girls on their team, so they don't want to play against a girl. I'm not saying it's right, but you got to respect the fact that there's different institutions with different doctrines that you know that dictate what they do, and you can't judge them. It is what it is, you know. That's I think it's very archaic that they forfeited a state championship game because one girl. I think it's archaic. 
was playing on their team. Anyway. So, oh, damn. What was that? <laughs> I don't agree, Our Lady of Sorrows Academy. Anyways, Jackie, is that news and dirt laundry? Jackie? Right on, Jackie. That was Thanks, it? guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's the news and dirty laundry with Jackie Casas. We'll Nobody be right does it like Jackie. We'll be right back with what? With uh, <laughs> Samira Saba from the LA. She's the LA organizer of the Peace and Dignity Journey. She is an Indian. I'm going to say she she's an Indian. She's a Native, Native American. Native American is PC, but she's Indian. And she's going to be talking to us about the Peace and Dignity Journey. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Here we are, back again. Uh, and who are we, Jose? My name's Jose. And I'm Angel. And you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel as we broadcast live every Tuesday night from Theo Luis's Garage and, on uh, www.twintalkcast.com. To the world. And if you don't get a chance to listen to our show live, you can listen to our show uh, uh, via podcast on iTunes because we are iTwins, eh? Just search Twin Talk with Jose and Angel and you can subscribe for free. For free. Because uh, that's how we roll. So and now we go. We move on to our next guest. Yeah. Got, and you know what, brother? Um I, I asked uh, Samira um, Saba, she's the uh, Lo- uh, Los Angeles area organizer for the Peace and Dignity Journey. I asked her to call in so she can tell us a little bit about what that is and what she's got going on. Samira, are you there? Yeah, I'm right here. Hi. Hi, Samira. Welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Thanks for calling in. Thank you very much. It's an honor for me to be on here. Oh, that's uh, nice. Uh, right on. That's so nice of it, you. Well, it's an honor to have you call as well, and hopefully you'll be a listener now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Samira, now tell us, uh, you are the uh, organizer, the L.A. area f- organizer for the Peace and Dignity Journey. Can you tell our yes. listeners what that Peace and Dignity Journey is? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, Peace and Dignity, I found out about it um, about four months ago. And it really, it really appealed to me, um, the ideas behind it. Um, so Peace and Dignity is a run that happens every four years. And it started in 1992 was the first run. And so the run starts from the north in Alaska and goes all the way to Guatemala this year. And from the south, it starts in Argentina, Tierra del Fuego, and it goes all the way to Guatemala. And, um, and who runs? So who who runs in this? Uh, uh, in this, who runs? Who participates? So it's, it's, yeah, it's a run to honor indigenous people across the Americas who have been colonized and who have um, gone through many traumas that are still that are still in these communities as post colonization. Um, so initially, it was a run that was made for to build unity, and it's welcome native people and non native. Um, individuals are, are welcome to join the run. It's more than a run, it's a ceremony, really, because we're going from community to community and we're in prayer um, the whole way. And we're carrying different things called staff, and they're wooden, they're wooden, sticks or staff, you call them. Now, when you and, say you say you're in, in prayer, does that mean you run with the peace pipe all the oh. way down? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so what, what we're doing is that we're carrying these staffs and these staffs hold the prayers of communities. Wow. Um, so as we are running, you, you are in prayer, and, you know, you're pushing like 10, 20, maybe 30 miles a day. What do you, pray, what, what do you, of, what do you pray for? Um, it depends. It depends whatever. depends on if you're picking up a staff that's uh, for racism, if it's for women, it's for, for yourself. This year, specifically, the run is dedicated to water, so a lot of our prayers will go to water since there's so much contaminated water in the world. There's so many people that don't have access to water. Um, Samira, to, Samira yeah. and who runs? Uh, are these, like, uh, sponsored uh, professional runners, or who is it? No. It usually, I mean, usually people that have like running will join in, but people of all different shapes and sizes join the run, and... And make it all the way to wherever the destination is. Awesome. But also, if you'd, if you'd like to run locally, 
um, you can run in Los Angeles and just run the Los Angeles area. Okay, and so, so when is this run and how long does it last? So it started May 1st in, in Chickaloon, Alaska, and it's going to end in November oh. um, in Guatemala. Awesome. Yeah. That's so amazing. It's like a seven-month run. Yeah. Okay, now, now these yeah. runners... Uh, they're basically doing it on their own uh, with the help of the uh, um, indigenous community in the Americas, obviously. And what are you what are you organizing? What do you guys do to help uh, fundraise, if you will? Yeah. So since we don't accept um, contributions from like corporations or or anything like that, right on. Um, we we have to do all our fundraising grassroots. Um, so it's a lot of. And Hundreds and hundreds of people coming together and making different Smoke, fun- smoking peace pipes, different- <laughs> smoking peace pipes, and asking for money. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. are they, are hundreds of people smoking peace pipes and asking for money. <laughs> Don't, yeah, I'm just kidding. Don't listen to my brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what's going on this weekend? What are you guys go- going on this weekend? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we're really short on funds still, and we're going to be having a fundraiser um, at the Maravilla Handball Courts in East Los Angeles, okay. and it's going to be a concert. It's going to have music, theater, poetry, a lot of food. Um, we'll be selling some of the peace and dignity um, merchandise so that you can, you know, um, wear shirts and help out in any way you can. We'll also have information as to how you can join. Um, and continue to contribute to this cause. Um, So that's starting at 4 p.m. at the Maravilla Handball Courts in East Los Angeles. Okay. Um, Give them their website and information on how to get more information. How to get more information? Yes. Um, You could, you can either contact me. This is, um, you can contact me directly to my cell phone, and that's 323-541-6653. You can also go on Facebook and look up um, Peace and Dignity Journeys, um, as well as, and you'll find on Maravilla Handball Courts also has a, a page where you can find um, the fundraiser on their page. Right so on. If you just look up Maravilla Historical um, Society, it'll be on there as well. Uh, thank you, Samira. Thank you for, so much for yeah. calling in and keeping us abreast of what's going on on this Peace and Dignity Journey. It's a long one. So let's stay in touch and keep us updated on that, okay? Thank you so much for having me. This means a lot to all the people organizing. So thank, thank you, you so much. much for, uh, yeah, and you know, thanks for putting up with our jokes, but we really, really respect what you're doing and we wish you much luck. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Okay. That's okay. All right. Thank talk, you. Talk soon. Uh, that's really cool. You know what, though? Um, in, in the, in the Peace and Dignity Journey. Um, you know, Jackie and I knew you were going to have this call, so she and I did a little research as journalists, and we went up to where they kicked off the run uh-huh. up in, what was it, in Tickaloon, Alaska or something? Uh, up north, yeah. We have audio of that. Oh, really? Yeah, here's the kickoff. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> <laughs> okay, brother, so... Uh, I'm really glad we had that call with Samira and uh, get more information. I'll post it on our Facebook later. So look for the Peace and Dignity Journey. And now it's time for our musical break. Uh, it's a cool track. What's the name of the track? The name of the track is 15 Shades of Hell. And it's it's by our guest who's going to be with us in a little while, the Echo and the Sound. They're here now. And uh, when we come back after we listen to the track, we're going to chat it up with them and learn a little bit about the Echo and the Sound. 
and they're going to perform live for us here at Theo Luis's Garage. So stand by and listen to The Echo and the Sound with 15 Shades of Hell. Second time that I saw 
Talk radio, listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. That was the echo and the sound. You know, that mic's good for you, though. Yeah, that one's, that one's good over there. So that was the echo and the sound. Uh, you know what? I like the sound of that. It actually kind of sounded, gave me a, reminded me of X. Remember X from Dude, the 80s? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought the same thing, and, but it's, it's so, it sounds fresh. It's one guitar. And yeah. a drum. Nice kind of a real garage sound to it. I really like it. So, Angel, introduce the yes, band. Yes, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Actually, um, from the sound, uh, singer Brian Rich. Hello. And uh, drummer Doug Jewell. Hey, what's going on, everybody? All right. Uh, thank you. Uh, Erica Valero, she's sick, you say? Yeah, she uh, came down with something. We miss her very much. So. Totally. Totally. Cause she's She's good. Yeah, <laughs> like you know what the sound and she kind of reminded me the way she sang to like Exina Cervenka. That was the name of the singer from X. Pretty uh, good, huh? Yeah. You guys weren't even born then, I don't think. <laughs> Exina Cervenka or whatever. She was the singer for X, and that's where they got the name. So you guys were formed just. Uh, it was. It started off with uh, you, Brian, and uh, Erica Valera. Yeah, we um we met through a, a mutual friend of ours and. Uh, we were out one night all together at a show, and uh, I met her a couple times, but um, we were hanging out, and then we just started talking about music and about wanting to be in a band, and usually that stuff never works out afterwards, but right afterwards, we kind of hit it off and started working on writing songs and putting stuff together, and we did that for a good long while, and then we found this beautiful young chap. Hey. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Very important I get to the bottom of this. They so. got really lucky, yeah, I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> I I, I got to get to the bottom of this because I read the bio and it says that you were formed in late 2011 during a night out filled with tequila and bonitas. Yeah. What are bonitas, dude? Bonitas I'm sorry. Are pretty girls, eh? Ah, uh, bonitas. Uh-huh. I thought it was a type of drink. And, well, one of those bonitas is actually Erica Valera. She's a because exactly it's like right. beauty and it's like the, uh, the Hotel California, you know, sweet smell of colitas. Sweet smell of colitas. Yeah, but it's written out with a B. Yeah, I know. I kind of thought it was something like that, but. <laughs> Because Colitas is, is bud. Okay, go ahead. Anyways, you, uh, you've traveled a whole bunch, huh? Yeah, I traveled all throughout the United States and uh, a little bit of Europe and uh, uh, Canada and Puerto Rico. Down and what does it do to your music? I mean, it's something I know I, I'm guessing that you've been playing music just for the hell of it for a long time, right? Yeah, it's what it does. Like, if you're traveling a lot and you don't have a place to live and always taking the elevator home, you know, you go through a lot of experiences and you lose a lot of friends and you make new friends and you meet interesting people throughout uh-huh. the way so all those kind of little things and maybe whatever kind of hardship you experience you know it always colors any kind of thing that you're going to do uh-huh. artistically uh-huh right on, right on. so what oh, there's three people in the band yeah just the drummer a guitarist and a beautiful singer it's really like x did X was really a trio. To yeah. be honest with you, I, I have no idea who X is. I'm just nodding my head. Y'all got to listen to X from the 80s. Cool punk band. It was a chick, 
Uh, how do you spell that? XC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, ba- the name of the badge is called X, and then her name was XC, like E X E N E, Shervenka. But you know what, Jose? You listen to a lot of the uh, of the echo of the sound. They they have a very wide range of sound. Um, it's not just like this is a great the song we just played, Fifteen Shades of Hell. Yeah. It's a pretty raw sound, but then you got some really melodic, uh, kind of lower tempo stuff, and it still translates really well as as the echo and the sound. And I do want to talk about the track because when I listened to this track uh, a couple days ago, I I was like, oh, wow, this is cool because it really, it has a very raw sound. Was that intentional? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I've always, uh, some of my favorite albums are produced with a very kind of lo-fi sound and that's something that's always uh, attracted me to it. And, uh, but the way we recorded it was completely just, we didn't know what we were doing. It was just like, we had an hour to record something. Really? Did this work? No, let's change it. Does that work? We're very happy, you know. Well, it sounds really cool. It's got that sound, and it's really, Thanks. you know, it's got character, you know. So, what do you guys usually gig? It's like uh, <laughs> uh, clubs around the LA area right now. Um, I mean, we're and we're not picky, you know. Like we'll we'll play anywhere where we can have fun and there'll be people. So we'll play, uh, you know, um, we'll play at a sports bar and then we'll play at a, a cool venue with a stage that's made for that. So, you know what I mean, like. And like you'll, we'll take, you'll, you'll play Theo Lisa's garage. We'll play the garage <laughs> if you can bring the girls. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Right. You know. <laughs> so do uh, the audiences that you've played for? Obviously, you've you've uh, played for different audiences, not only locally but around the U.S. Mm. Is it different? Eh? I mean, it's just no. It's it's all the same. You know, I think especially in the United States, uh, it's always the same. If you play like out in, in Europe, the crowd's a little bit different. I think a little bit more energetic sometimes, uh-huh. um, a little bit more in tune to what's going on in front of you, um, more receptive, I suppose. Right so, Brian, you're from Tampa, Florida. That's correct, sir. N- uh, so, what's do you like L.A.? Do you like California? Yeah, I love California. I love San Francisco. That was the place I've always wanted to live. I came down to L.A. for other things, and it was it was tough the first year or so getting uh-huh. used to everything. But uh, after a while, it grew on me. Yeah, and I really like it. L.A. rocks, man. <laughs> yeah. How about you, brother? I'm from uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. Oh, Midwestern boy and a Southern boy. Right? Well, that's, Tampa's that's kind of Southern. Just, just, just poor white South boy. <laughs> Lancaster is Amish country. You know yeah. what I mean? Like so, we had it, it was it's a big change. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, uh, how does that influence you? How does that influence you guys' music? Because you got you got a kid from like the Amish country and a guy from down there near you know. Yeah, and Varela's from uh, Jersey. A uh, Jersey girl, yeah. and Varela—that's Italian, right? No, no. She's no. Uh, Spanish, half, or half Puerto Rican. Right? She's like she's a lot. <laughs> she's Puerto she Rican. She rocks, eh? Like, yeah, most of Puerto Rican. Yeah, but then she's got other things in her. <laughs> well, you know what I really, well, I really find interesting about your, your a lot of your songs is that you're two front person and you sing a lot of your songs at the same time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was uh, that was one of the uh, beautiful things about meeting her was that not only did we were we on the same page and we could write together and stuff, but our voices complement each other. Uh-huh. I just thought like any flaws that I have, she covers up, and any flaw she has, I cover up. Uh-huh. And then we kind of have this hybrid voice. That's like my out. brother and I. Yeah. <laughs> I, wow. I totally complimented him. He was born in there like, hey, Jose. And then I was born twins, eh? <laughs> Shoo! <laughs> so you describe your music as punk rock overtones, blues folk underturns, some country-esque, and some goth cantina. What's goth cantina? I don't know. It's something I just, I try to like, I'm trying to coin. Um, That's pretty cool. Because it has like this, there's a kind of like ambient, you know, Dylan-esque kind of like, you know, uh-huh. drinking well thing to it sometimes. And that was the only way I could 
refurb it. I get it, eh? <laughs> I saw him play over at the uh, park the other day. The That's park. The park bar and grill. And yeah. I, I, oh, get so what you, I get what you mean, yeah. bro. Look at that. Plug in the park. So let's hear a track. Are you guys going to play a song for us? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what's the name of the song? And uh, tell us about it. Uh, say it again. I cut you off by accident. This song is called Southern Knuckle, and I'm not sure what it's about. Well, you don't know what it's about. Southern <laughs> Knuckle. It's okay. about a lot of things, I suppose. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, live in Theo Lucy's Garage, the echo and the sound. Yeah. Chicken him out, and no one's down sat on top of him. Got a pills working with the taco bit. Said, Are you this nice? Who every guy me? And no the reply, just so damn neat. Took up their knives and cut them up good. Made them alive, mama told you don't do good. guitar is that man uh this is a 19 uh 1950s uh futurama capri they call it it's like a silver tone arch top more or less from back in that oh yeah like i know all about that well the silver tone all i know is that shit looks like you got it at an antique store well it's almost because silver tones were these guitars that sears came out with sears was to sell them oh really the silver tone guitars it was like you want to buy a cheap pretty decent guitar go to sears and buy a silver tone Oh, right on. Yeah. Well, yeah. you rocked it, eh? You rocked that silver tone. Thanks, man. And Thanks. the drums over there, man. Right on. <laughs> okay, so, ladies and gentlemen, just so you know, one guitar, snare drums, 15 mics, and we did it. So, well, okay, so tell us a story about that guitar. Where'd you get it? How did how'd you come across it? Uh, I ran to this gypsy man crossing the border one time, and he, <laughs> That's uh, not true. he traded me a pair of shoes for this. Uh, what? <laughs> Did you sell your soul for it? There you go. I came back and I learned how to play guitar, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, I don't know if that's true, man. 
don't know if that's true, but that sounds like a good song, eh? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what's your goal? What are you guys trying to do? Uh, I, I think immediately, I think our goal is to put out a record and go on tour, definitely. And then from there, you know, whatever whatever's open and possible. Right on. My goal is just to not have to have a real job ever. So <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Sure. That's my brother's goal, too. Oh, sweet. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so where do people find you? Where's your social media and all that good stuff? You know, online everywhere. We got ReverbNation.com, uh, The Echo and Sound, Facebook.com, The Echo and Sound, Bandcamp. Slash. Slash, all this, you know, with the slash in there. Yeah, I mean, people don't, you know. All, the, all those websites, Bandcamp, uh, Vimeo, YouTube. I think that's about it. You know. And check it out. They got a lot of cool songs on there. I've, uh, I, uh, I've been able to listen to quite a few of those. And how does that work? I mean, how does that work for, for bands like yourself? You know, I'm, I'm, and I've always, I mean to ask that to everybody that comes by. You know, with uh, sites like uh, The Sound and what's it called? Reverb Nation. Reverb Nation and uh, shit like that. Mm-hmm. People get a peak or even full songs, full tracks of yours, basically somewhat for free, right? Yeah, it, absolutely. Well, I mean, it's it's really like uh, for up and coming bands, especially, it's one of the best uh, tools because you can just say, "Hey, check us out!" This, like we just did. This is our website. They can listen to our demo. They can listen to. They can see videos, see uh-huh. pictures of the band. Uh-huh. Um, they, it lists like where our next shows are. You know. Okay. Cool. Um, we had Twin Talk. You know, listen on there, of course. That on there. <laughs> you know, and then Facebook with that, you get to promote for free endlessly. I mean, do you think that it kind of? It works. It does. It. I mean, obviously, it works for the band to to people to hear you and to see your stuff. But yeah. can, does it kind of work against? I mean, I don't know how it was. Before. Why would it go against? I don't. I don't think it works against. I think it's it's definitely different from back in the day when you used to have to like really hustle the streets. But I think you got to do a combination of both. Yeah. You, know, you can't just rely uh, strictly online and everything. Still got to get out there, and meet people. Yeah, and you, still got, you still got to make good music too. You know, that's a, the number one and, thing. And, and, and go to Theo Luis's garage on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And for those of you listening now, or, or you know, uh, and want to listen to this again, you can listen to us on www.twintalkcast.com. Download this tomorrow onto your p- device as a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. The echo and the sound. Hey, let's let's give them a chance to plug. They their just plugged. Oh, you guys just That's what right? I just asked. Them. That was the last question. www.reverbnation.com slash the echo and the sound. Hey, where are you playing next? Uh, right now, we're uh, taking a little break, but we do have a show at Lot 1 in um, Echo Park area. We're oh. regrouping to uh, to add some new songs to the lineup. Um, but yeah, uh, we're going to be at Lot 1 in Echo Park on June. Friday, June 22nd. There you go. Oh, right on. Awesome. Hit, Check hit it us out. up and we'll post that. Oh, sweet. Thank you. Call us in. Ladies and gentlemen, the echo and the sound. Thank Shoot. you, guys. Thanks for having us. Okay, we'll be right back with Angel's Chill Lounge. Tired of that same old talk radio? <laughs> Listen to Listen Twin, Twin talk, talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back and listen.
You're not her man, a possession. You are king. So assume your place as king. She ain't your bitch, an object. She's a gift. Give her her place as queen. Take her, take her to heart and place yours aside for her. Keep a continuous open line and connection with the divine source of wisdom and bestow it upon her. Be wise, be selfless, be strong, be tender, and be swift to protect her. Keep these words, be these words, and be king. Chill, one love. That's my brother's chill lounge. And that brings us to the end of another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And you know what? I want to say something. Honest, I want to thank our guests, the echo and the sound, as my brother crumples papers in the mic again. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. And uh, you know what? There was one of our listeners, a Marisian Bardanian, co- commented on your song. She said, sounded awesome, guys. Hey, hit her up. Oh, thank you very much. I'm glad Mon- you liked it. Mongoose Records, hit her up. Hit her up. And so let's, again, hand for the echo and the sound. Shoo! We, we also want to thank Samira Saba for calling in and letting us know what's going on with the Peace and Dignity journey. Check and, it out. Yeah, check it out on our Facebook. I'll post that on there, and please check it. Anyways, listen to us next week as we bring another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel live on Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific Time, from Theo Lewis's garage. Or, but make sure you catch our podcast at iTunes to search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Or go to our web, web page, <laughs> TwinTalkCast.com. All our podcasts are there. You can subscribe for free and listen to them over or share with a friend, folks. Share with a friend. The neat thing is you'll be able to listen to this awesome live performance of The Echo and the Sound. Oh, it was awesome. On tomorrow's hey, podcast. you did a good job engineering it. Thank you, man. Good I'll job. by myself without letting right Thank you. All right, good night, y'all. Shoo!